morning. Today's daf is daf Lamadzayin. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Tzvi Ben Moshe. May his neshama have an aliyah and may his memory be a blessing. Okay, so in today's daf we're continuing with our discussion. Remember, Rabbi Yochanan said, or Rabbi Avol said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that the concept of Hetem is Saref Le'isur only applies by Nazir. What was the concept of Hetem Yisarif Le'isur? That if you eat, um, we mentioned it was a discussion, but let's say a little, a grape and some bread together, so that equals a kazais. It says if you ate a full kazais of grape, and he would, and he transgresses as a Nazir would, eating a full kazais of grape. Well, we said some others hold, no, they have to actually be mixed together, for example, a piece of bread dipped in wine. Now, even if there isn't a full kazais of wine, he still, uh, even if there isn't a kazais of wine, he still transgresses having, uh, having wine because of um, this concept of hetem istarif le'isur, which again, Rabbi Yochanan said, that concept only applies by nozir. So, for example, if someone would eat half a kazais of kosher meat, and half a kazais of non-kosher meat, half a kazais of chaylev, he would not transgress because that's not uh, nazi, that's not the Israel of a nazi. Um, now, a bio yesterday, a large part, was a bio challenging that and saying, why is it limited to nazi? Expand it. It should also, what about this case, what about that case? You see, we should be applying it to other areas of the Torah. And Avdimi managed to address all of Abaye's concerns. So now, Abaye takes on a slightly different... Um, Oh, so we have one more question that Abaya asks regarding it. I'm just trying to remember if we did it yesterday or not. Um, I can't remember if I did it yesterday or not, so we'll just uh, read through it. I think I did, but let's just read through it quickly. So it's the seventh last line of Lamed Vav Amud Beis 36b. So ACV, again, Abaya is challenging Ravdimi, saying we should expand it. So just picture this in your mind. You have two big boxes. One of the boxes has truma and one of the boxes has chulin. Remember, the one that's truma is fine, just only a coin is allowed to eat it. And in front of them is a smaller basket, one of truma and one of chulin. It says, And these, the small boxes fall, spill, were got poured into, fall into the bigger boxes. So now, what's the concern? Maybe the truma little um, basket fell into the big box of chulin, and now even the chulin can only be eaten by a kohen. That's the concern. But what's the halacha? Shnei mutarin, they both permitted. Shani oimer, chulin letoi chulin, noflu truma, noflu, truma letoi truma noflu. Because I can say, as I pointed out yesterday, this is this concept is called Sheani Omer. I can say, I can assume that the Truma fell into the Truma and the Chulin fell into the Chulin. Now, just before we go further, but it becomes, it's, it's, uh, it's, why can you assume such a thing? Why it's, is it any more likely that the Truma fell into the Truma and the Chulin fell into the Chulin than the other way around? So you no, know, it's a it's a isur. What are we going to say? You can only say that if it's an Isra Drabonin and you're allowed to go lenient. And as we know, with all Isra Drabonin, you have a doubt. Is it A or is it B? Is it, is it also Drabonin or not? So then it's fine. So we're going to have to show, so his challenge is going to be based on this, is that 
it has to, you can only say she'ani omer if it's would be a isu drabonen. So he says, if you're going to think that a kazai's bichtachilas pras is osur, I, um, this, this that you know, that if you eat isur over an extended period of time, over a few minutes, or anything, it adds together to be considered one eating. Now again, why Abai why is coming from this point, I forgot to mention, is that if he can prove that there's not really such a thing as Bichtachilas Pras, then one of his proofs earlier up at the top of the page would have to be interpreted as his Hetemistarif Isu, and you'd have to extend it to the Torah. So that's why he's trying to prove that Kazai's Bichtachilas Pras is not Torah's only drop on it. So that's what he says. If you're going to tell me Kazai's Bichtachilas Pras, is also Doraisa Amrin and She'ani Omer. Why do we say, how can he say She'ani Omer? Why not? Basically, because if you're eating, if, if he eats some of this, uh, the, remember, the concern is that maybe the Truma fell into the Chulin. So if he eats it within five, within, uh, five minutes, let's just assume that's the time of Echtachilas Pras. So within five minutes, he would eat a kazais of the truma, then a storais also. So it must be that. So it must be that it's not doraisa, and therefore you can say shani mar. So this is Oh, it comes out well according to me, who says that it's because of hetemitzarif leisur, and the end it's where the chulin is more. Remember, it was a little a little basket into a big box of food. So therefore. Um, you can you can say that you you don't say had to be started for Isra in that case that the Isra and the had to join and therefore there's nothing to Orisa problematic going on um, because at worst you'll only transgress the Isra Rabbanon of oh yeah of uh, you wouldn't transgress the Isra Rabbanon of had to be started for Isra in this case since the Chulin is more says El Lididah the Omart Mishum to Ike Kazais Bechtachilas but according to you who says that there is it doesn't matter that there's more chulin. we still say that the truma is not bottle and if you would when you're eating from the big basket end up eating a kazais of truma over five minutes then you would transgress Torah so again how can he say Ignore truma nowadays because it's only midrabonin. The whole issue of truma is only midrabonin. The Rambam very interestingly says, says when is truma doraisa? When you have all of Bnei Israel living in Eretz Israel. So even at times when the Beis Hamikdash was standing, it wouldn't necessarily be doraisa. But that's the um, that's an important thing. I think even nowadays, it's probably getting... Pre- um, I say I can't literally mean that every single Jew is living in Israel. They say it must be a majority, which leads us to a very interesting question, because if I remember correctly, um, we're heading very close to a majority of the world's Jewish population living in Eretz Israel. So will halachas like this change? Will Truma change from being only an Isidravonan to an Isidoraisa? Something interesting to do. I'm trying to remember... Up until, I'm trying to remember, it was a few years ago they said up until recently, New York was I think the biggest population, or America outside of uh, the biggest Jewish population 
and Israel had taken over, overtaken, and and now it's just uh, I mean there are other fairly large communities I think in South America and elsewhere, but it's heading in to be the largest Jewish community, and then certain issues that depend on most of B'nai Israel, or when you'd say B'nai Israel being in Eretz Israel, would might might change, and the Poskim are going to have to address it. Um, Okay, so I have to try finishing things. So now, now, so, yeah, we're back to where we ended off. Ravdimi's justified Rebbe Avo in the name of Rebbe opinion that it only applies, this concept of Hetemistaref, the Isur, only applies by, um, only applies by Nazir. He also has supported the concept that the issue, that this concept of Bechdachilaf Pras is Doraisa. And therefore, very interestingly, um, and that, that's what we generally say. To fulfill, as I pointed out yesterday, to fulfill your mitzvah of eating matzah, you have to, you can't eat a tiny little piece of matzah at, eight at 11 o'clock when you get there and then another, kazai, uh, another half a kazais later. You have to do it within Bechda Achilas Pras, to count as one eating, to join it all together, it has to do, be done Bechda Achilas Pras, and that, uh, as I said, the opinions range from two or three minutes to about nine minutes, so obviously you would try be on the stricter side, so when it comes to matzah, you try eat it faster, but if it comes to, let's say, eating on Yom Kippur, you'd try spread it out longer than the longest, but obviously, when necessary, you have to adjust it slightly. Um, I never saw um, I never saw my father shovel the matzah into his mouth to chew it as quickly as possible to be able to eat the kazayas and the second kazayas etc. Et within uh, two minutes. But uh, especially I think many opinions hold. You have to get about just over half to two-thirds of one of those square matzahs. Again, it's done, so you eat it nicely, and obviously you don't drag out and delay that time. Probably, maybe even shouldn't talk, and you eat it. I mean, that's... Um, but so to any halacha where you need to eat a kazayas, or any isu that you can't eat a kazayas, it has to be... It would have to be longer to transgress. It would have to be within... Or to be chamal, because it would have to be within the start. And to fulfill, it would have to also be eaten the whole kazayas within the start. Now... Very interesting. Abaya now comes and questions Rabbi Yochran's drosha that that Mishras, either possible by Nazir Mishras, um, which we translated as along the lines of soaked in or infused, teaches that Hetem is Tarif Isur. This is what Abaya says. Omar le Abaya mimai the high Mishras the Hetem is Tarif Isur Hudasa Diomelita in Tamki Hudasa. Who says that Mishras is coming to teach us the concept of Hetem Istarif Isur, that the Isur and the Heter join to make up a Kazayis? Maybe it's coming to teach us Tam Ke'ikar. What's Tam Ke'ikar? This is a very, uh, also again, a very uh, important general principle when it comes to uh, kosher and food and meat and milk. Um, and that is, if a food tastes like an Osur food, then it's Osur. So if you have. Um, you have, sorry, I lost my train of thought. If you have uh, a piece of meat that tastes of pork because it was cooked with pork, 
even though there's no uh, substance to the pork, it's just the, now it's basically just the flavor, or the juices have absorbed into it, it's also as if it's pork. So that's the concept of Tam Kikar. So now when the Torah comes and speaks about this wine that is soaked in bread, maybe we're not saying that it's the, you take the volume of the wine and the volume of the bread and together it adds up to a kazais. Maybe it's the concept of the bread tastes like wine. So it's as if there's a kazais of wine there, even though it's all absorbed and not, um, I'm trying to think of the uh, precise English word, um, but the Hebrew word is, it's not the aim, it's not standalone, it's absorbed in to the other item. Um, saturated, I don't, yeah, I don't know, absorbed, I'll use the words absorbed and uh, thing, but that's the concept of Tam Ki'ika. So again, who says, so Abai is asking, who says, now very interesting, the Gemara is going to raise that, oh, wait, Abai, what are you doing? Rabbi Yochanan, we brought Rabbi Avo in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that Hetem Yistarif only applies by Nasir. A buyer went on a whole, let's call it a whole rampage, a whole attack, that no, it should ex- we should expand it and extend it to the whole Torah. All of a sudden, a buyer comes and asks and says, we shouldn't even apply it by Nazir. It's like, what's going on here, a buyer? Yesterday, when we were discussing this, you want to do teacher, you want to do expand it to the whole Torah, this concept of Hetem Yisraelit Yisraelit, and now you want to chuck, chuck out the principle totally. So that's what it is. A buyer, me, Korokokashiole, my Dukkamaravdimi, at for, now, now wait, according to Abai, at first he used to challenged what Rav Dimi said, and he challenged him with all these challenges. And now he's going to come along and say, Tam as I explained, he's, uh, he's uh, addressing it from the opposite side. At first, again, he wanted to apply it to the rest of the Torah, and now he doesn't even want to apply. So the Gemaran says, yeah, you're right, that's what is going on. He says, Basad the after Rabdimi answered all his challenges at Omerle, he realized that, wait, oh, so we're not going to extend Hetemit Starif Isr, and I'm happy with that, but once we're not extending it, well, then maybe, maybe we shouldn't apply it at all. Says, look at the Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Mishra Shlitan Tam Keikar, Sha'im Shara Anovim Bamayim, Vyesh Bahem Tam Yayin, Chayev. There's actually a Braisa that teaches like this. The word Mishra comes to teach the concept of Tam Keikar, that if he soaks grapes in water, and the water absorbs the taste of the wine, he's liable. So again, again, we see this concept of Tam Keikar, we see it taught by Nazir. So Abai is saying, well, okay, once we're not. Um, who says, how does Rabbi Yochanan learn, or why do we say Rabbi Yochanan learns? Hetemi Sarif. The Isur from Nazir, he should learn Tamke Ikar. Yeah, and then, oh, and we take it a step further from the Brai Torah. From here we extend it to the rest of the Torah. We're going to explain how we extend it and how we can extend it to the rest of the Torah, but this concept is that, this concept that we want to say Tam Ke'ikar applies not only to Nazir, but to all Isurim in the Torah. And again, unlike when we learned, and we will address this at least over the page, but we, um, unlike Hetem Yisraelit Yisur, which Rabbi Yochran limited to Nazir. It says, how can you say, Zuma Nazir, Sha'in Yisur Yisur Oilam, Va'in Yisur Yisur Hano, V'yesh Heteli Yisuro. There are three leniencies we find by Nazir. It's not eternal. I, how long is a Nazir for? About 30 days. So it's not eternal. 
the second leniency, unlike non-kosher or something like that. It says, There's no issue to get benefit. The example Tosos brings is a Nazir. You can make an Eruv of wine for a Nazir. So we see he's not allowed to drink the wine, but he's allowed to get benefit from it. So there's no Isur Hano. The Yesh Hetel Isura. And he is allowed... Um, and there's a way out of it. He can get his Nazirus cancelled. So there's Hetel Isura. His Isur can be turned into Hetel. So if, if in the case of the Nazir, which has these three leniencies, also Botam Ikar, we say, we apply the principle of Tam Ikar, Keleha Kerem, um, Kilaim of the vineyard, she isuran isur oilam, vi isuran isur hano, the ain hetel isuran. It's it's forever. Once it's once you've planted the wheat in the vineyard or whatever, it becomes forbidden forever, and you're not allowed to get benefit from it. Secondly, and thirdly, there's no way to matter that isur. Ain otin she yase botam keikar. We should definitely apply tam keikar. It says vuhuatin laorla and so to orla bishtayim, but only in regards to two halachas. What? Now, there's a big question, which two halachas? Again, we, we brought three leniencies by Nazir, and we're saying that Orla has two of those stringencies, but it does have one of the leniencies. So what's the stringencies? So there are various ways of explaining it. Someone who say that it has its... Um, the one that's clear is Isur Hano. Orla is also the Isur Hano. But... What does Orla have? On the one hand, it seems to be permanent. It seems to be forever. And this, again, some Rishonim come along and say, you're right, there's no hetele isuro. There's no way to undo the isur. But it's not, or you can express it from either side. But it's not forever because in the fourth year it turns to permitted. The difficulty with that is the actual fruit that grew in the third year remains also forever and there's no hetele isuro. So that's the so the various. Um, where was Tosos brought a few a few interesting ones. Um, one he says is that um, um, very interestingly the a leniency that it shares with Nazir is that you're allowed to do it. You're allowed to plant a tree even though you're going to make the fruit that grows in the first three years also. You're allowed to take a netter to be a Nazir, even though that's Yesh Heter Le Isuro. You're allowed to do it. You're allowed to cause the Isur. That's how he understands it. Tosos uh, called this Rav Yomtans, which is a very interesting way of looking at it. Again, I explained Heter Le Isuro, you can get a Chocham to cancel the Nazira, so the Isur can become permitted. But how Rav Yomtov... Ben Harav Rabbi Yehuda explains it is no. Hetel Isura means you're allowed to make it also. You're allowed to take the netter to be a Nazir. You're allowed to plant the grain. Unlike Kilayim, you're not allowed to. It's a negative commandment to plant the wheat in the vineyard. So that's what it means. There's a Hetel Isura. You're allowed to create that Isur. It's quite an interesting idea because I guess in general you wouldn't be allowed to create the Isur. Meat and milk. You're not allowed to cook the meat and milk together. It creates the Isur. Meat and milk might be different. But I was just thinking, I was trying to think of other examples. Where would we say you're allowed to create the Isur, but you then, once it's Osir, it's Osir. I was thinking Kilayim. Are you allowed to actually sew wool and linen together? You're just not allowed to wear it if it is sewn together. 
or you're not allowed to say it at all. It seems you're allowed to do it. I, I mean, I've never heard. I, I don't remember there being a negative commandment to make kilayim. But that's just an interesting one. So basically, what are we saying? We see you extend Tamkika to the whole Torah. So now we back to um, back back to tie this in is we see that the word Mishras Badnozer comes to teach Tamkika. Why does Rabbi Avo in the name of Rabbi Yochanan say it comes to teach Hetemitzarefle Isur? So Amaleahu Mirabanan. This Brisa that says, uh, so, oh, sorry, Amaleahu Mirabanan. One, uh, one of the Rabbonans said to him, says, Rabbi Avo, Kikomer le Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Avo goes like Rabbi Akiva. Hi, Rabbi Akiva. Which Rabbi Akiva? Hi, where do we see that it's Rabbi Akiva who says you learn? So, so actually we have a Machloikas tonight. What do you learn from Mishras Banozer? And this is, we're going to unpack all the droshes that are relevant and that tie it all together. Why? Rabbi Akiva and the Rabbonin learn differently. But it comes out that the Rabbi Akiva learns that Mishras is coming to teach Hetem Yisraeli to Isur, where the other opinion learns, no, Mishras is coming to teach Tam Ke'ikai. So he says, hi Rabbi Akiva, where do we see Rabbi Akiva is the one who learns that Mishras is coming to teach Hetem Yisraeli to Isur? So Omar... Sorry, so... So, maybe it's Rabbi Akiva of our Mishnah. What? Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva in our Mishnah says, I feel sure Peter be yayin, the yeish pokadei letzarev kezayis, higher. Our Rabbi Akiva said, if you soak his bread in wine, and there is enough to join, to make a kezayis, either wine or the bread, he's liable. Now, me my. So, so what do we see? It sounds on the surface of our Mishnah that Hetem Mitzdarif Le'isur. So it comes along the Gomorrah and says, Mimai, who says that? Maybe in our Mishnah the case is where there is actually a Kazais of wine. I, what happened here? A full Kazais of wine got absorbed in a piece of bread. So when he... The Nozir, the Nozir. Yeah. Very, very good point. Very good point. So when we speak about a nausea eating any part of the grape, the pips, the peels, whatever, it would have to be what joins together to a, to a kazai. So a lot of grape peels, not just peel from one grape. That's the easiest way you would have to learn. Um, there is the opinion that says if he just eats a peel and two seeds, he's liable. So that opinion is much harder. But yeah, there's a special reason there why by nausea it would be different. But uh, by one, it seems pretty clear that he would have to have a kazais. Or as we saw in the Mishnah, maybe a revius. But again, so one second. So where we, let's, just, let's just bring this point out. Um, so, so, so let's just go with the opinion that even if it's peels or seeds, it would have to be a full kazais. Um, so we said that our Mishnah is a proof for Rabbi Akiva that Hetem is Tarif the Isur. And the one says, no, our Mishnah is no proof for Rabbi, that Rabbi Akiva holds for Hetem is Tarif the Isur. Because maybe the case of the Mishnah is where there's a full kazais of wine absorbed in that piece of bread. So you're not having a mixture of 
bread and wine to make up a kazais. When you eat that piece of bread, you're ending up eating a full kazais. But then what's the point? What's Rabbi Akiva coming to teach? That's so obvious. Even, I mean, Mervyn, you strengthened why it's even more obvious. But obviously, if you ha- end up having a kazais of wine, you're liable. Why, uh, why, what's Rabbi Akiva coming to teach? That if there's a kazais of wine unabsorbed in a piece of meat. So he says, no, he, he still could be teaching something like, He could be arguing on the Tanakama who says it's until he eats a kazayis, a revius of wine. So Rabbi Akiva is saying you're only liable if it's a, you, sorry, Tanakama says you're only liable if you have a revius of wine, a full quarter loaf. Whereas Rabbi Akiva comes along and says you're liable even if you have just the Kazais. That's what Rabbi Akiva and Almish was coming to teach. So he's still looking for a source that Rabbi Akiva clearly holds for Hetem Istarif the Isur. Yes, Gavin. Yeah. A you're saying a nausea. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you can't, yeah, if it's, if it's giving off taste flavor, it's definitely a problem. According to others, it might only be if it's, yeah. Um, Okay, then he says, so again, we're looking for a source where Rabbi Akiva says that Hetem Istarif Le'isra applies by Nozir. So Ella, Rabbi Akiva, the Brisa. It's Rabbi Akiva of the Brisa, the Tanya, as we learned in the Brisa, Rabbi Akiva. Oimer Nozir, Cheshora, Pita Miyayin, V'ochot, Kazayis, Mipasi Miyayin, Chayas. Rabbi Akiva says, a Nozir who soaks his bread in wine, and he eats a Kazayis of bread and wine, Chayas, he is liable. I... Now, on the surface, this could be explained as tam ke'ikar. But what the, what the commentaries point out is that if it is tam ke'ikar, then everyone agrees. Why does it say it's Rabbi Akiva? So it must be, what does Rabbi Akiva, would Rabbi Akiva be saying that the other opinions are not? And that is Hetem Insarif the Isu. So now we've shown. We've shown that Rabbi Akiva learns Hetem Insarif the Isu from Mishras. Again, unlike the Chachomim who learned tam ke'ikar from Mishras. So now we're going to go and see why does Rabbi Akiva, why do they end up learning differently? We've shown that they do learn differently, but now we're going to see why do they learn differently. So, Omar le Ravacha braid Ravavia le Ravashi, Ravacha braid Ravia said Ravashi, Rabbi Akiva to Kamoikim le Lahai Vachomishras le Hetemis Tarif le Isur, Litain Tamke Ikar Minole. According to Rabbi Akiva, who learns um, that. V'chol Mishras is coming to teach Hetem Yistarif Le'isur. Where does he know Tam Ke'ikar? Now Tosos bring out an interesting point, Tosos and the Roshia, that wait, maybe Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold for Tam Ke'ikar. Maybe that's why he learns Hetem Yistarif Le'isur from Mishras, and there's no such thing as Tam Ke'ikar. And if you ate a bultong, the Nazir ate bultong soaked in wine, or uh, you ate... Uh, um, yeah, any other scenario, you ate something that has the flavor of orla fruit, maybe Rabbi Kiva doesn't hold to that principle. So they point out, no. Tam ke'ikar is a more obvious isur and a more basic isur. 
So if someone has a choice of learning Hetemistarif Le'isu or Tam Ke'ikar, they're going to learn Tam Ke'ikar. So by the fact that by Mishras, by the Nazi Rebbe Akiva learns Hetemistarif Le'isu, means he must have already learned out Tam Ke'ikar. And that's what this is going to hinge on. We're going to show that the rabbis say, no, you need Mishras to learn Tam Ke'ikar the more basic one, and therefore we don't have a source for Hetem Yisrael Yisrael. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says, no, I do. We're going to show Rabbi Kiva has a source elsewhere for Tam Kikar, and therefore he can use the Nazir, by Nazir, the Pasuk of Mishras, for this extra idea of Hetem Yisrael Yisrael. Just interesting, why is Tam Kikar more basic, more obvious? So the one reason, there are various reasons given. I didn't understand um, the necessarily um, properly but one is that the, the flavor in Tam Ke'ikar, at least when you eat that piece, it might not be actual ba'in, um, substance of Isur, just have the flavor of Isur, but it's the flavor of Isur. It's absorbed that much Isur. Whereas, Hetem in Starifle Isur is you have a piece of bread, which is 100% kosher, good, normal bread, and it is next to a grape, and he pops them in his mouth together, like joined together to equal a kazayas. You see, that's a little bit more far-fetched. What, like, where do you get to say that the bread joins? If the bread tasted of wine or tasted of grape, you know, then fine. But this is fine bread, regular bread, <coughs> joined together. So hetemistari fleisur is a more far-fetched idea. And therefore, again, you're going to learn tam ikar first. So that's very important. Um, yeah. Tosa seems to say it's more it's got with Tam Ke'ikar, it's got some of the Isurin, it's absorbed some of the flavor. Unlike, uh, again, Hetem Yistarif Isur, where it doesn't necessarily have any of the flavor made as part of it. Um, okay, so, so where do we see that Rabbi Akiva knows Tam Ke'ikar? So, Yolif mi Let's learn it from Basel Bechalov. It's just the flavor and it's Osur. So therefore we can apply that to the rest of the Torah. You cook a piece of meat in butter or in a pot of milk. You take that piece of meat out. Shake it off. There's no butter or milk on it. But it's absorbed the flavor. And it's still also that's the also, that's the isra of meat and milk, and it's cooked together, and it's absorbed the flavor. So if bambaza bechalav, you absorb the flavor, and chayav so too by the rest of the Torah. The Moran says no. Verabonan mi bambaza bechalav loy gomrinan. Why don't the rabbonan learn from bambaza bechalav? I again, the rabbonan should learn tam kikah from bambaza bechalav, and then learn hetemisarif isra from mishras. They don't learn it from bambaza bechalav. The reason is the chidushu. It's novel. It has unique characteristics that make it that we can't learn to other areas of the Torah. My chidushu. What is the unique characteristics? So ilay midahaylochuda bahaylochuda shari bahadi hadadi asur. Maybe you will say that this one alone and that one alone is permitted. And together they asur. Milk is mut- mutar. Meat is mutar. It's specifically when they cook together that's asur. Well, kilayim. So too with all different types of kilayim. This one together, this one alone is permitted, and this one alone is permitted. And when they're together, they are asur. As, I mean, all the kilayims apply like that, but shatness is probably the clearest. You have wool, which is fine to wear. You have linen, which is fine to wear. If you have wool and linen, Together, then it's not okay to wear it. 
So, or you can say grapes are fine, wheat is fine. When they're grown together, then it's a problem. Um, you're allowed to plow with a donkey, you're allowed to plow with an ox, but together you're not allowed to plow. So that's the concept. Yeah, so it's the same as Mina Mulk. So Mina Mulk isn't novel. It doesn't, it's, that's not a new point. So Ella, de'i torulei kuliyuma b'chalba shoriyuma v'ashalei bishulei osur. says, no, because meat and milk, if you would soak it the whole day in milk, it's still permitted, Doraisa. Even though if you soak a piece of meat in milk the whole day, it's definitely going to get the flavor. You do, by meat and milk, that's not a problem. Because the only issue is if they are cooked together. And therefore... Um, yeah, Midrabonin, it's still a problem. Midrabonin, if you soak them together for 25 hours, depends on the context, but 25 hours, then it's a problem. But Torah says, no problem, it's only if you cook it. So we see, so there... What have we shown? That meat and milk is unique. Therefore, you can't learn from meat and milk to the rest of the Torah. And therefore, when it says Mishras Banozir, it must also be coming to teach Tam Ke'ikar. So the next question that Gomorrah asks, jumps in and asks, is, well then, why does Rabbi Akiva not learn Mishras? How can he learn it from Basa Bacholov? It says, Ainatanami, he has to come up with another source. Um, so that's what he says here. Rabbi Akiva, Nami, Basa Bacholov, Chidushu. Rabbi Akiva also holds that Basa Bacholov is a Chidush. Rather learn it out from purging the kalim of non-Jews. And what's the halacha there that we learn out, or sometimes referred to as clay bijan, when the Jews fought the Midianim and they captured a whole lot of their, what's it, spoils? It says you have to, what we, we use the generic, we use as a generic term, you have to kasher the pots. Now what's the concern? Why do you have to kasher a pot you get from a non-Jew? Because of the flavor, the time of the non-kosher food that's cooked in that pot. Says the Omer as the Torah says, "Kol davar So, so you're right. So, so wait, sorry. So, just to clarify, so Rabbi Akiva can't learn out to the rest of the Torah from Bosor Bechalov because that's novel. So where does Rabbi Akiva know Tam Ke'ika from that he applies it to the whole Torah from this Giulei Nochrim that anything which was you cooked with non-kosher food over the fire? You need. The Maimra, the Asire, we see that the flavor absorbed in the pot walls is Asur. The Maimra, the Asire, Giulei, Ovdei Kochavim. Now, love time, Ba'alma, who is it not just flavor that's absorbed? Va'asur, Sahachanami, Loishno. So just as by. Giulei nochrim, the flavor that absorbed is osur. So too in all cases, if it's absorbed flavor, it is osur. And that would apply by nozir as well. And therefore, when it says tam ke'ik, then when it says mishras by nozir, it's not for tam ke'ikar, because I already know from Giulei nochrim tam ke'ikar, and nozir must be coming to teach head to misdirect So that's how Rabbi Akiva learns. But then, oh, the Rabbana, nami teipu glemi giulei ovde kochavim. Why don't Rabbi Akiva learn? Why doesn't the Rabbana learn out? He says no, because they, he holds that it actually this case of is also a novel case. Because in the whole Torah we say that if something imparts a bad flavor, a pagam flavor, it does not make that food also. It's got to be eaten normal food. We actually learn it out from a 
ger. The pasuk says, what do you do with your non-kosher food? You, like ger ashe bisharel tohu, you give it to, or the ger who is amongst you shall eat it. Sorry, call nevela. I don't remember the exact pasuk, but it's basically the nevela which a ger would eat. I, if a ger, if a non-Jew wouldn't eat it because it started to go horrible, then it's not called nevela anymore. So so too tam nifgam. It's not called Osir anymore when it turns horrible. Um, again, and the Torah didn't tell Moshe, the Torah doesn't clearly say when these pots were used with non-kosher. It just says all the pots that were used for fire, etc., using what, however you have to kosher them. So we see that it is novel because it's Tam Nifkam and it's still Osir. Oh, Rabbi Kibben, Ami Ho But then if you're telling me that it's a Chirush, Rabbi Akiva should also treat it as a Chirush and not learn. Again, we have the same thing that is Tam Nifkam. says, no, Omer Abuna Barakhe, Lo Osir, Torah, Elo, Lekadaira, Bas, He says, no, when the Torah told them that they have to kasha the Kalim that they get from the Midianim, that's a, a Bas Yuma, one that's used within 24 hours, the Lav Noisein Tam Nifkam, which is not Noisein Tam Nifkam. This is, I'm sure you've heard this, that again, if you cook meat in a milk pot that was used within 24 hours, it's much more problematic than if you cook meat in a milk pot that was not used within 24 hours. For us, one of the main ramifications is Biryevit. You know that we, not, we don't do it, but Biryevit, if you did, sorry, it's not something you're allowed to do, but if you, by mistake, cooked food, meat in a milk pot, if it was used within 24 hours, ah, oh, it's tam, it's good flavor, it's the food is also if it absorbed the flavor. If, however, it was a pot that was not used for 24 hours. So what's the flavor that's gone into the meat? Tam lif gum, horrible flavor. It's not, it's, not, it's not considered milk, it's not also flavor. Um, we, we have this exerid rabbonin that you should never cook even in a Aina ben yuma, in case you come to a ben yuma. So you can't, and that's, that's, I mean, that's a big question when you go, uh, well, not when you go away, but... Yeah, if you accidentally cook in a milk pot, that's why Bidiyevet it's okay, because if you accidentally cooked your meat in a milk pot, then if it's a Aina Ben Yuma, then it was just a Zaira that you weren't allowed to, but if you did Bidiyevet, it's fine. But if, you, if it's Ben Yuma, then you've got to worry that the actual flavor is awesome. So the Gemara says, oh, the Rabbonin, what about the Rabbonin? They should learn the same way, and then it's not Tam Gum, and therefore it's not a Chirush, and they have a source for Tam Keiko. says, no, The Rabbonin hold no. The flavor in that's absorbed into the pot starts going pogum immediately. And therefore, it's... What's it? It's... Um, it's spoiled, yeah. And therefore, it's still novel that this bad flavor makes the food awesome. And you have to kasha the pot from it. Um, Rabbi Akiva would learn that that's not significant. That pagam is it's still good enough to eat. It's still good enough. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think twice about cooking in that pot because of the time that's absorbed in it. And therefore, it would not be a problem. Um, okay, so again, Rabbi Akiva has another source. Giulei Midian or Giulei Oidei Kachavim for Tam Ki'ikar. And therefore, by Nazir, the pasuk is X must be coming to teach something else, and that is said to be sorry to Israel. As a contrabona, no, this gulei nochri, this gulei is a chirush, and therefore you need another source for time keikar. That's where we're holding at the moment, and now we're going to go on to carrying on this discussion. But the next point in the discussion, I'll see you. Cheers, yeah.
Ja. Omar lei Rav Acha Bereid Ravia Leravisha Leravashi Rav Acha Bereid Ravia said Ravashi mid Rabbanan Ishmael Rabbi Kiva but from the Rabbanan we should learn what Rabbi Akiva says why love Omar Rabbanan Hai Mishras Litein Tam Ke Ikar Mikanato Dana Kol Yisurin Shebet Torah the Rabbanan said by Nazi where it says Mishras it again it's to teach the law of Tam Ke Ikar and we learn Tam Ke Ikar from Nazi to the rest of the Torah so we use. Nozir Mishras, but Nozir as a precedent for the rest of the Torah. Le Rebbe Akiva, Nami do Komoikim le Lahai Mishras lehet mitzarif liisur le Mikanat Odan Acholisurin Shabbat Torah. Well, then Rebbe Akiva should say we should say the same thing by Mishras according to Rebbe Akiva that is coming to teach hetem mitzarif liisur. Why don't we use Nozir as a precedent as a beginner to the rest of the Torah and apply hetem mitzarif liisur to the rest of the Torah? Why did we limit it? to Nazir. So Amelish so Amalei he Ravashi explained to him, he said, Nah, Mishum to have a Nazir Vachatas base Ksubima Boim Kaechod, Vacho base Ksubima Boim Kaechod, Aimelandim. No, because then you have Nazir and Khatas, which are two psukim, two principles where we teach two places where we teach the same idea. And whenever you have two places teaching the same idea, we don't learn from it. We'll explain what they are now, the same the same idea of or basically Hetum Isarif Israel twice. But um, what the, the logic simply of this idea is if the Torah wants to teach you a principle that you use as a precedent for the rest of the Torah, so it teaches us one, for example, by Nazir, Tam Kikar, by Nazir, it's the only time that you could learn to the rest of the Torah, so you would take that principle and apply it to the rest of the Torah. But if it teaches that principle twice, must be because it's unique to those two cases. So, where do we see? Nazir Hot Amran. Nazir, as we've just seen. Okay, Nazir is teaching Hatemistari Fleece Rokontrabi Kiva. Khatas Mahi, where do we see this by Khatas? So at the time we learned in Raisa. Konashe ye bebisro ye kadesh. Anything that touches the meat of the Khatas becomes Kodesh. As Yahala Filishaloi Bala, you're telling me that something just touches the meat of a Khatas, it becomes Kodesh, it becomes like the Khatas. Talmud Lama Bivisra, therefore the Torah says, in its meat, I add sheyivlo bevisra until it's absorbed. So let's say you have shlomim, you have other meat. That's bevisra that some of the chattis is absorbed into that meat. Yigdosh liyos kamoha, it becomes like a sheimpsula who yisov imshira toichol kachamushevo. And if it is possible, it becomes possible. And if it's kosher, then you would eat it like the stringencies that apply to the khatas. So let's just go back to the shlamim example. If the khatas had been left for too long or something was wrong with it, that you couldn't eat it, then this shlamim that absorbed flavor from the khatas can also not be eaten. And uh, if, let's say, a shlamim can generally be eaten for the day that it's offered, the following night and then the following day, Unlike the khatas, which can only be eaten for its day and the following night. So you would not be allowed to eat the shlomim, which absorbed from the khatas, the following, that second day. Um, and then just stringency is it can only be eaten by male kohanim and only in the temple courtyard. Again, unlike um, shlomim, which can be eaten anywhere in Yerushalayim by any Jew. So... So that's, you'd have to go. The Rosh Osha points out, sometimes the Shlomim would add the stringency. If the Shlomim is on its second day, and you can't eat it that night, and it absorbs chattis that was offered that day, which could be 
eaten that night, you have to eat it like the stringencies of the Shlomi when it has both of them. Now this, Rabbi Akiva learns, this Talacha Bachatis is teaching us Hetem Yitzharev Le'isur. The obvious question is, why learn it as Hetem Yitzharev Le'isur? Why not learn it as Tam Kikar? So again, um, they, they explain that in truth, you're right. It's not very clear from that from that exactly why you would explain it as the joining of the chattas and the shlomi to equal make it like you've eaten the chattas but um, or maybe it's the flavor of the chattas that makes the shlomi like a chattas as tam ikar but as we said on the previous page tam ikar is a much more basic obvious halacha is more novel, more extreme. Again, as we explained, the actual thing is 100% fine, but just because you're joining it with Isur and eating them at the same time, you're putting a piece of khatas and a piece of shlomim next to each other to put in your mouth at the same time, it it's now going to make it as if you're eating the khatas. That is more far-fetched. So if we're coming to limit it now, are we choosing, do you limit tam ke'ikar and say, shteik sumim apoim ke'echor? Or do you limit, and therefore it only applies in those two cases? Or do you come and limit hetem yisarif It makes more sense to limit hetem yisarif which is more far-fetched, so it's less likely to have a broader application. So that's why that is clear. The chattas is hetem yisarif lisur. oh, why don't they learn hetem yisarif by chattas? Are they still looking for, I mean, according to them, they've never applied Hetem Yisrael Yisrael. So there's no such thing as Hetem Yisrael Yisrael. So it's not Tzricha. You need to learn Tam Ke'ikar from both Nozir and Chattas. Why do you have Rachman and Gabi Chattas have Nozir lo Aisi, meaning Mishum de Nozir mikonchim lo Yalfinet? If it would have only written this concept of Tam Ke'ikar by Chattas, I could not learn Nozir from it. Because you can't learn Nazir regular Isur from Kodshim. And if it would have only written, if the Torah would have only written this concept of Tam Ikar by Nazir, I would not have learned from Nazir to the rest of the Torah because Nazir has a huge stringency, and that is that even a grapes. A grape seed is Osur. Again, a grape seed is not really edible. We generally find if you eat something that is not really edible, that's not considered eating. Yet the nazir, again, let's just learn to keep it straightforward that if he eats a kazayas of grape seeds, he is liable. We see nazir is very strict, so maybe you can't learn from nazir to chattas. Ah, Akiva. He should also not learn it as two psukim, two shteik two psukim teaching us the same halacha, because we need it in both cases, because you can't learn from one to the other. So it should be a precedent that's applied then to Kodshim and to the rest, to all other Yisrael. So Amar Chol, says, no, what does he need it for? If you would say... He says, if the Torah would have only written it by Chattas, we would not be we would not be able to learn by Nazir. Because you can't learn Chulin from Kodshim. If there's a special halacha by Kodshim, you can't use that as a precedent to apply to Kodshim. He says, no, but if it would have written it by Nazir, I could learn Chattas from it, because you can learn from Nazir to the rest of the Torah. I, um, 
Yeah, Rabbi Akiva is saying this that you can't eat the grapes, the seeds of a grape is not, doesn't make it unique and nausea extra strict. Part of the things that a nausea can't eat are the grape seeds, the seeds of the grape, uh, maybe because sometimes you eat them together, so they're not viewed, whatever it is. He says it's not enough to say that, wow, look how strict nausea is, I'm not going to learn from it to the rest of the Torah. Therefore, you can learn nausea as a precedent to the rest of the Torah. And therefore, why does it list the so 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 again, Rabbi Kiva learns Hetemistarif issue from Nazir, and he says it's repeated by Chattas. It did not have to repeat it by Chattas because I would have applied it to the Chattas anyway. My speech takes a moment, which limited just to those scenarios of Rabbanon. What about the Rabbanon? Now, this is a little bit difficult um, because they don't learn Hetemistarif issue, but the question is. If the Rabbanon learn that you um, agree that you learn Tamke Ikar from Nazir, it should be applied to the whole Torah, as Rabbi Akiva has shown. It's not really novel, so they should take Tamke Ikar and apply it to the whole Torah. Why does the Torah have to say Tamke Ikar by the Chattas? And remember, Kuntur Rabbanon, there's no such thing as Hedemisarik they should learn. So, again, once they have Nazir teaching Tamke Ikar, they don't need the Chattas to teach Tamke Ikar. So he says, no, Amri they will tell you, Chattas lehetem istarif leisur, v'chulim ikajim lo gamrinen. Yeah, you're right. The Chattas is for hetem istarif leisur. We don't need to teach Tamke Ikar by the Chattas because that we already know from Nazir. Oh, but what is the Chattas coming to teach? Hetem istarif leisur. Oh, v'chulim ikajim lo gamrinen. But you can't learn from the Chattas to the rest of the Torah only because it's kachim to chulin. So we limit it to that. Um, yeah, so then almost in summary, from there you learn to all the Isurim in the Torah. Oh, the Rebbe Akiva. Why does the Rebbe Akiva learn like that? He learns both for Hetemistarit Isur. Again, as we said, any time you have two psukim that come from, that are coming to teach the same point, you don't learn from them to the rest of the Torah. Right, let's just go through a summary of their stages. So again, Rabbi Akiva says, I have a source from ta- for Tamke Ikar, and that is Bu'ulei Klimijan, this that you have to kasha pots that you get from an Anju. And I learn to the rest of the Torah, Tamke Ikar. Therefore, what, does it, what must it be coming to teach when it says, Mishras, Banozir, Hetemistarif Leisur. Oh, maybe I should apply Hetemistarif Leisur to the whole Torah. No, because it repeats Hetemistarif Leisur, Machatas. So we have two psukim teaching us the same din must be we limited to Nozir and Chattas. That's how Rabbi Akiva learned. The Rabbonans say no. You can't learn Tam Kika from Gilei Nochen because they considered it a Chirush, a unique. A unique halacha, and that is because generally in the Torah, something that's pagam, something that tastes bad, is not osur, but by geulei nochrim, it's considered tasting bad immediately, and therefore it is, and it still says it's osur. So you can't learn tamkeika from, so where do they learn tamkeika? From mishras. And you're right, they do apply that to the whole Torah, and even Bachatas and Kojim, you can learn from Nozu, from Mishras, that Tamke Ikar, these go after the flavor, the flavor as the essence. But, um, 